From South Bend, Indiana, I'm Jacob Titus. Welcome to episode 12 of This Day in South Bend. This is a podcast about the history of South Bend. I'm trying to better understand our city and its people by turning to the archives of the South Bend Tribune and each day reading an article published on this date in some year past. Today is April 20th, 2020. For today's show, we're going back 100 years to 1920. This was an interesting time in America, in South Bend, because we were coming out of World War I and coming out of the 1918 Spanish flu or the influenza epidemic. Many of you will know that the following decade, the 20s, are known as the Roaring 20s because it was a time of economic expansion in the country and for many Americans, a time of great prosperity. But all of that hadn't quite materialized in 1920. And so today we're looking at an article that I didn't expect to find. It's a little, it's a little bit of an odd story, but I think it gives us an interesting view into the lives of people in South Bend at the time. But first, we need to go back and break the rules a little bit and go to a story on April 19th, the day prior, and read the first paragraph of an article from that day to get a little context for today's article. The title of that story is, Old Clothing and Overalls Are in Demand. And the first paragraph reads, Overalls and old clothes for the office men and women of South Bend are quite the proper thing today. The latest move of the salaried employees in the country to deal a death blow to old high cost of clothes, who has assumed the proportions of a Goliath, has caught South Bend like the influenza, and hundreds of overalls and discarded garments appeared in the offices and banks of the city this morning. So from what I can gather, there was a movement around the country, but also here in South Bend, of white-collar workers, people who worked in offices, which was a significantly smaller percentage of workers at that time than today, who were protesting this steep growth in the cost of clothes, particularly clothes that were needed in white-collar office jobs. And these people, it says later in the article that they had gone into their attics to find all of their discarded clothes that they weren't going to wear anymore, and they were wearing these into work. And so today we turn to April 20th, 1920, for the second day of coverage of this movement in South Bend. High students join Old Clothes Club. Boys and girls at the high school have joined the Overalls and Old Clothes Club, and along with hundreds of office men and women in South Bend are preparing to put up a fight against old high cost. The action by the local students came Monday afternoon when each class held a meeting and discussed the new movement from all angles. After due consideration, it was finally decided to modify the Overalls edict and take a general pledge to buy nothing new as long as old clothes can be made serviceable. The boys agreed that students not fortified with old clothes will be allowed to buy overalls, and the girls reached a decision that aprons can be used to protect their good school dresses. Overalls and old clothes began making their, appearance in, their appearances in large numbers in dozens of offices and banks throughout the city today. Approximately 1,500 employees at the Studebaker Corporation came garbed in old clothing and overalls this morning. White collars and fine shirts are being replaced by work shirts with collars attached, and discarded shoes are being pressed into service along with last year's hats and caps. 
The example set by city clerk Frank Belinsky Monday morning when he appeared in the courtroom in overalls is beginning to have its effect at the city hall. Frank Murphy, city court bailiff, carried on the business assigned to him with his customary dash and vigor at the session this morning, attired in blue overalls and a hickory shirt. A movement is on foot among the members of the Kiwanis Club to join the overall club as a body. If the attempt is successful, overalls will be the proper costume at the Thursday noon luncheon this week. A canvas of the JMS and Farmers Trust buildings revealed the fact that many professional and businessmen have joined the old clothes and overalls club. At least half a dozen overalls were seen on the orchestra floor at the Oliver Monday evening. A number of young women employed at the St. Joseph County Bank donned gingham aprons this morning. Until tomorrow, thank you for listening.